0: Hello and welcome to Cartoon Cosmonauts, a podcast all about animated short films and their creators. Each episode features a new guest giving us the lowdown on their approach to making animation. I'm your host, Joseph Orr, and a quick reminder that this podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms as well as on YouTube as a video interview. So, on this episode, I'm pleased to welcome a special guest, Connor Yarish. Connor is a stop motion animator, better known on Instagram as CallSolombo. That's C H O L underscore. S-L-U-M-B-O, where he frequently posts his original character designs and short animations. Today's short film and focus will be Trigger Finger. This is a classic spaghetti western style cutout animation with a not-so-classic twist. It's an incredible piece of work, which actually uses over 286 separate pieces of paper for the characters and features a dozen handmade classic western buildings. Connor shares some incredible insights, such as how the characters were shot against a green screen and composited over stills of the practical 3D sets. So without further ado, let's start the show. So welcome, Connor, and thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you?
1: Good, how are you doing?
0: I'm good, yeah, I'm good. And where, whereabouts are you dialing in from today?
1: Uh, I am in Prague, in the Czech Republic.
0: Prague, okay, nice, nice. Yeah. I've been there once before for a week. Oh, nice. Awesome,
1: awesome, it's uh, a beautiful city.
0: Yeah I think it was I always forget because I was there I think when I was interrailing so it was a couple of a couple of stops along the way but yeah pride always sticks out sticks out in my memory absolutely. Uh, So thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, We're here to talk about animation your animations in particular and we kind of have two short films lined up but I suppose before we get into the films you make I kind of wanted to start maybe with just how you got into animation and is there anything like you can remember that kind of particularly drew you in to animation to wanting to make animation?
1: Um, I mean, I think like everyone, it was, I, you know, I grew up watching tons of animated movies and TV shows. Um, I was, I do remember being particularly obsessed with, uh, like Nightmare Before Christmas. And okay. I, I, I don't know, I don't remember exactly when it was that I first, uh, pieced it together how it was done um I do I do remember the first time I was kind of aware of of stop motion as a as a, a medium of animation was uh my cousin who is showing me showing me some Wallace and Gromit cartoons okay, um okay. and so that was what kind of like she was like explaining how it was done and I was like oh and that that could have been how I kind of piece it to like oh yeah Nightmare Before Christmas was also Don't like uh, that. the same yeah thing. so it is so crazy that, yeah yeah, so that's kind of the, the first memory I have of like being aware of of the process of animation, uh, even though I had been watching watching cartoons for for since forever. Yeah.
0: yeah it is weird that, that 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 moment when it's always hard to track because, like you said, most of us are watching these since we're kids. And it's never exactly like a, a diary entry date where you're like, yeah, that's yeah. the day I knew that this is <laughs> something people were making. But yeah. I think it's it's so cool that your your kind of example is stop motion because I think. Uh, stop motion has such a practical you know you can pick things up and make mm-hmm. them whereas i always felt like you know when you find out like lion king and aladdin and things are made by people but there's a lot more uh what would you say software process goes into right, that right. Yeah. where i think on an amateur level with stop motion it's great because you can pick up you know your toy a bit of lego or something like that and you can start to make a movie
1: yeah exactly it feels like something tangible and you you can you can kind of sense that just watching it that it's you know real objects that that people are moving around so it's something Um, physical yeah absolutely
0: and is there I know you mentioned Nightmare Before Christmas is there any other kind of um, films or TV shows I suppose even branching into now that you particularly identify with or enjoy
1: um uh, that's a good one um I mean yeah I still I still watch tons of animated like you know bojack horseman and uh yeah
0: um
1: i i haven't that like there does seem to be this kind of like a, a stop motion renaissance right now with there's tons of, of stop motion tv shows or not tons but you know there's a few yeah there, it's there, enough. There, there's a few um and somehow i can't explain it but somehow i've still been like disconnected from it um because <laughs> there yeah like I don't, I don't have a TV. I watch stuff on Netflix mostly, and there there isn't a lot on Netflix, so I have to either, uh, you know, borrow my friend's subscription to Hulu yeah. or something, <laughs> like find a through um, alternative means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I I haven't been keeping up as much as I should, unfortunately. Um, okay. But from like the clips I've seen of like you know the truth is amazing. Um, yeah. I think you're um, right. Yeah, there is like a real that,
0: kind of. Um... I think especially from kind of stupid buddy studios and stuff like that, where there's a lot of like TV stop motion stuff like sketch comedy and bits like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm the same. I'm in a weird spot in Ireland where it's hard to get those. uh, I I don't know if they're all done through Hulu mostly, but it just seems to be that kind of gap where we're not quite getting them, even though we have access to all the (laughs) streaming platforms. It's just not quite in our, uh, in our area yet, but uh, okay, no, that's great. And is there with your work, And I say this to people because as animators, I think, you know, it's not just in an animation sense. It can be a filmmaking thing as well with like the things you make. Are you aware of any filmmakers or animators or illustrators even that have had a kind of a particular influence on your on your style? Or is that something that you've just maybe kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of been soaked in, but it's not something you're aware of.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely that, like, things that are, I'm not, like, consciously thinking about trying to emulate someone. It's, like, um, I mean, a lot of my stuff is really kind of weird or just, that's kind of the tone, the vibe I'm going for is just, like, unusual, weird, (laughs) crazy stuff that's happening. So, like, um, I love, you know, like, Terry Gilliam, uh, Tim Burton, um, there's a, a French director, Michel Gondry, Yes, um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it, yeah. Then I mean, those three are completely different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but well, ju- just the sense of that they're are
1: doing things that are kind of like unusual and weird. So I think there's some some of that in what I do, even if it doesn't look anything like those. Well, yeah. Like those... Is that what
0: that? I suppose that's what you like, and maybe that informs your work. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. Especially when you're doing as as most animators do, start out when you're doing stuff for the love of it as a passion thing. It has to be something that, you know, you enjoy in terms of like your leniencies, whether it's action or romance or comedy or, you know, sort of like an offbeat abstract kind of thing. It has Mm -hmm. to be something that you have a because at the end of the day, no one's paying you to do it and you can just as easily stop uh, if you're not. So, okay, no, that's cool. And it's great that you mentioned Nightmare Before Christmas, because one of your shorts that we're going to talk about later, the uh, the ocean kind of Christmas short Mm -hmm. uh, definitely has a, a, a Tim Burton uh, nightmare before christmas kind of like weirdness to it so it's a kind of oh, nice thanks. correlation um and can i ask uh, did you did you study animation at all no no it's uh
1: i'll just like figuring things out on my own or like watching videos um lately i've been also kind of specifically uh like studying animations of of animators who are amazing and blow me away every time okay. um, and like like actually downloading videos uh so that I can play it back frame by frame and kind of like pick up on these uh pick up on things that you don't see when you're just watching it at a normal, normal speed. speed okay um, wow. so I've been yeah kind of like a self-study I guess but uh, no I didn't go to school for it
0: brilliant and that's that's a that's a such a great tip with the kind of watching it at slow speed and do you find would you pick up a lot from being able to watch it back frame by frame.
1: Yeah, there are tons of things that you, yeah, that are, you just really don't notice. Um, there is uh, this one studio, actually here in the Czech Republic, uh, Oz Animation. Um, they're, they do these like really crazy transitions. Uh, they, they do like mostly clay stuff. Yeah, and, okay, cool. uh, yeah, they, they do these crazy transitions that take only like two or three frames to go from something completely different. And it's really cool to see the, the way kind of uh, yeah yeah it's um yeah so that's something that you don't really pick up on at when you're watching uh, at normal when speed. you're watching at normal speed but when you slow it down you see the crazy like the little dots that are floating away and you know it's it's insane stuff so brilliant i must, um, uh, i'll
0: definitely have to get a, get check a link up. from yeah. you uh after this and i i can include it in the description because i think yeah. i think that's it's it's such a great point you touched on because i, I do feel like there is a real um like for those who maybe even those who maybe studied it at an educational level, you know, in terms of animation for a three or four year course, there is so much that you pick up by just watching other people. Yeah, uh, like more than any other medium. Like you said, the fact that you're able to slow it down and kind of analyze something and go, mm-hmm. "Ooh," and it's not like a like ripping something off. It's just being able to see how they've done something, and then you can apply it to your own work. Uh, totally. That's yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is that's uh, the goal.
1: That's the goal is just to just to kind of figure out these things that. Um, you know that maybe someone who did study in school might have might have actually been taught this thing. But,
0: okay, um, it's a, a way it of just kind way. of
1: trying to pick up and uh, and and sometimes emulate it if it's, that's what I'm going for. So. so that's what
0: you're going for. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And do you ever do you ever look back and think, oh, I would have liked to study, or do you think it's kind of just been more natural this way because it's been interest driven?
1: Um. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if I like, like, I wouldn't say I regret not, yeah. not going into it, but because, you know, all the experiences I have and the people I know, I, I wouldn't have met yeah. my it's wife if I, if I went into it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I do wish that I had started taking it seriously earlier, okay. um, you know, I feel like I've already um, kind of started a career in something completely unrelated, and now I'm having those, those like, okay. what, what ifs, those what yeah. if moments. Uh, yeah. And okay. yeah, so I, I kind of, I, yeah, I wouldn't say regret, but it's like, it would have been cool if I had at least started doing it myself earlier, like self-studying yeah. earlier.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just to get it. Cause yeah. One of the things I'm most jealous of is that there's a real like wealth of uh, like student film festivals and things.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and
0: there's such a great, and I've spoken to a few people who have kind of been part of that. And uh, it seems like there's a great platform there for you know, you get your student film out there and then there's kind of more roads. Whereas I think you and me kind of have a, a, a similar uh, backstory in terms of like not really studying it profession or, you know, on an educational level, but more kind of finding your way into it through trial and error and yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, there's definitely, you're kind of on the outside looking in, like knocking on the window kind of thing.
1: Hello? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've heard from so many people that like the one, the biggest Uh, advantage of of having studied it is like the connections that you make Um, because you know obviously being a stop motion animator it's not a job where you need a degree like no um, (laughs) so it's it's not the it's not the piece of paper or going through the program it's it's the actual the animation itself the work work itself and then also the connections that you make Um, so so that's one thing that I it's I have basically zero connections other than some, some people I've been reaching out to lately, but that's about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to make them as you go. Yeah. And I noticed you have a, a, a really strong kind of um, like presence on Instagram when it comes to kind of posting, whether it's like, you know, bits of your animations or things that you've done. And I noticed at the start, it was a lot of illustrations. Was that something you were kind of into before animation and led into it or, or how did that go? Um,
1: no, I mean, at, at the beginning of like when I made my Instagram page, that was it was like I was having a, a watercolor period. Okay. Um and I I, I kind of just wanted a place to like show them off. I was I was trying to be as anonymous as possible. Okay. Um yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't invite that. any of my friends or family to look at my page. It was just like I put it out into the
0: yeah, yeah the yeah, in, just internet just land mm. and
1: uh it's
0: nice to be anonymous like that sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um yeah, so it was just I, I wanted to show off some, yeah, some doodles and some watercolor stuff. And okay. then uh, and then I started getting back into animation um, like I had I had done a couple little things in high school uh, that are awful. And I I cringe looking at them now. But um, <laughs> but it's I always guess those that parts the... that
0: you make, isn't there that you go. Someone's like, oh, can I see your early work? And you're work?" Like, working? I don't have early work. Yeah, this yeah. is my earliest year, two <laughs> <Yeah>. years <laughs> yeah. ago. Back.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It is tough. Um, and can I can I ask you as well? You were saying there about kind of doing little bits in high school. What was your first um kind of like was stop motion your first medium? And were you using kind of paper or what were, what were you using?
1: Yeah, it was stop motion. It was um the first thing I ever animated was yeah, it was stop motion and it was just with some toys I had and I think a little bit of play-doh or, or plasticine or something. Okay, cool. Um yeah, it was just just objects I had laying around my room um I, I called it wtf because it was just like it didn't make any sense it was just random <laughs> there was no story no plot no it was just i mean that could be a series move, just moving stuff.
0: stuff just moving stuff yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's half the battle at the start you know I mean? stories come later You're like i just need to want to move these guys yeah and yeah. we're what kind of uh, equipment were you using back then like was it uh,
1: I, w- <laughs> I was using just uh like a digital camera i don't remember what brand just like a yeah point okay, and shoot brilliant. digital camera um and i there i didn't have like a frame grabber software so it was just uh just winging it as i went okay so you were just taking pictures just taking pictures loading them into and then uh yeah like i forget what it's called like the uh like the windows movie oh yeah maker movie maker maker. i think yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um and then i had to like individually shrink every image or like uh crop it down to like one frame because because it it automatically imports to 10 seconds or something
0: oh (laughs) god I used to remember that actually because it's I think it's built for more kind of like uh like Like slideshows or something yeah Yeah. slideshows so it's like I don't want 10 seconds I want like a tenth of a second yeah yeah okay and then so when you when you started say for your Instagram work when you started getting kind of more serious and into it are, what kind of stuff are you shooting your stop motion on, say now, for example? Is it uh, like a DSLR or what do what you shoot? Yeah, about?
1: yeah. So I have a DSLR, nothing um, okay. fancy. It's a Canon you know, 2d or something um okay cool I'm, I'm i'm not the technical side of of all this no, stuff yeah. i'm not uh i'm not a i'm not a gearhead or anything
0: no when people um, ask me what camera i use normally i can say nikon and then it's like what make and i'm like yeah yeah i'm gonna have to look at the camera some numbers there's yeah, some, numbers, yeah, there's some numbers there's some letters That's about yeah. um,
1: um and then i'm i'm using dragon frame um, oh brilliant okay yeah I, I decided like at this last you know like a year and a half ago or whatever when I started the Instagram and decided I wanted to like really practice and get as as good as I can um I decided it was just the, the investment I had to make basically yeah
0: and I do think I have to say I um I've tried a couple of different softwares like both animation editing and stuff like that and I, I do really like that um Dragon Frame is still like on a kind of a once-off license purchase kind of thing Yeah, yeah. because what keeps getting me with different editing packages like i use final cut at the moment just because i have a mac and it's a one-off payment and then that's it Mm -hmm. whereas i know a lot of people use premiere pro but i just can't yeah uh, at my level i can't afford the like 60 quid a month it's pretty ridiculous so you're like I i love that dragon frame is still you know i know it's expensive but at least it's it's a one-off purchase and you know you don't have to upgrade if you don't want it to the next yeah you yeah i mean yeah. you can live on that one if and i still haven't scratched the surface when it comes to you know all the things it can do i, I keep seeing yeah, tutorials come up and i'm like oh wow can it do that <laughs> like i'll have to yeah. sit down one day and go through that um okay cool and uh, so i guess this kind of leads nicely into part of this is sort of exploring your process as an animator but i like to do it kind of with one or two specific films in mind because mm-hmm. i think you kind of learn a bit more as we go through the sort of the details yeah, of, of what mm-hmm. and and how you made so i suppose the first one it's kind of untitled so i had it down as christmas ocean short because it's on your instagram and i'll leave a link to it of <laughs> the podcast but awesome. did it have a name in your head or
1: uh no no no. Okay. no name it was just yeah, that that's i think how i referred to it myself yeah it was, i was like yeah, okay the christmas I one i think it's i think it's the only the only christmas video i've made so okay so nice. it'll just be the christmas one forever <laughs> yeah
0: and the good thing about festive things is you know you can repost them it's like yeah this exactly. time we're getting yeah. we're getting close to that the christmas time again but uh, i suppose <laughs> right. and, uh, yeah i'll leave links to both these so we're going to speak about the christmas ocean short and then later on it'll be a trigger finger but mm-hmm. on the Christmas Ocean short, how did the idea for this begin? I've seen in the Instagram post that you kind of referenced a competition. So is that how it, uh, it started?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of my favorite animators is, uh, his name is Alexander Unger. Uh, he goes by Gulbys. Um And yeah, he, had, he has these contests every, like every few months, um, uh, open to his, his Patreon supporters. Um, and yeah, I just thought it seemed like I, you know, he is probably in my, definitely in my like top three or four favorite animators. Uh, okay. and, and I thought it was a cool challenge and, um, I decided to go for it. So the, the theme was obviously Christmas and yeah. it just had to include, he, he gave a list of like four or five words, uh, Christmas, Christmassy words, uh, and it had to include at least one of those things. Um, oh wow okay yeah and so it was it was a pretty um
0: yeah it was a really
1: fun one to make honestly um and
0: was it oh how how long a period of time did you make it over
1: uh i think it was probably i i'm i'm quite sure it was like a week and a half or maybe two weeks really um,
0: Wow. okay that's short
1: it, it was yeah it was this weird period where i had Okay, so some backstory. I lived in China for a couple of years. And then I went back to Canada uh, for like my wife and I were there for like three months, two or three months. And Um, it was, I I don't remember if it was while we were still in quarantine or we were just gotten out, but we were kind of, uh, I was doing a little bit of teaching online, but I didn't have a full-time job. So I had lots of time, which was nice. (laughs) Um, And it was, it was was like, yeah, it went super super quick it was like a fever dream um yeah god I I'm, I'm pretty a sure lot longer like i think the the concept itself or, or of making it like ocean oceany um i remember that was like really quick um like you know 10 minutes after i decided to do the contest i wow. I, I i think it started with the uh, the idea one of the words that we had to include was christmas tree uh, and so I was just thinking of like how a Christmas tree can move. And, uh, okay. and then it, I ca- came up with that kind of like jellyfish, the jellyfish And is that tree made so, 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 of clay? Is that plastic? Yeah, it's all just plast- wow. plasticine yet. Um, it, there's probably some like piece of wood in the center for, uh, just to keep it kind of together, just to keep it together. Yeah. Um, so I had that originally it was just going to be that like just a loop of it, jellyfishing. Um, yeah. but then I was like, I started getting these other ideas. Uh, like the candy cane seahorse and some other like how like i was just saying how can i make other sea creatures Christmassy basically yeah it's
0: kind of it's got a really nice like you're kind of exploring different parts of the ocean because you know it's like Mm -hmm. different little set pieces and what kind of a with the say the jellyfish the the christmas tree jellyfish kind of are you what frame rate are you shooting that at are you shooting at 24 or uh
1: i think you i i like almost always shoot 24 like on singles um there on are singles, like okay. o- occasionally but but i will say with the christmas tree i i cheated a little bit i because i just did like one loop uh and i okay. looped it and then the, the actual movement was uh key framing, uh in final cut um, oh, brilliant, so brilliant. so it was it was a little bit a little sneaky business you yeah know, hey pure. i mean you for, for the stop-motion purists i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> but um
0: that would be them knocking at your door now you lied to us um and is that did you shoot that against the green screen then or we yeah. Not,
1: yeah 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 okay. i think i think the whole i think the whole video was was green screened Brilliant. um i would just shoot the individual elements and then composite them together Brilliant.
0: and um, were you doing all that through through final cut
1: yeah yeah um yeah, like Final Cut is the only software I use, just because. Well, it's the only one I know how, and yeah. like you said, it's the the, the one-off <laughs> subscription. So, That's the um, one
0: you kind of you come up with it, and you're like, I'm gonna make it work with just, this. Yeah, and and most times you can. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of the editing packages are the same. Yeah, you know, functionality-wise, it's just different tools, and maybe some are right. you know, better suited to better functions. But and the green screen thing, just in, in terms of like, is that something you kind of taught yourself, just kind of through process?
1: yeah i would say well yeah i mean also you know a long time ago i do remember looking up some videos of like uh the proper way to light it um yeah. and also figuring that out also I, i'm still not uh uh i still come up with lots of issues yeah pr- pretty <laughs> much every project i do but
0: it's always um, for me with green screen it always goes great when i'm shooting it and it's only when i bring it into the edit that i'm like oh no why won't that yeah i'm, like, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to do a lot of this manually now you're like yeah. maybe I'm still not as good as I thought I was, but uh, no, I have to say the the green screen to me looked incredible because I uh, it was only only part I thought that it might be green screen. Then is at the very end where you see the little kind of jellyfish just come out from the thing. That's the only time I thought, okay, no, that must be positive in. But the rest definitely. of that, I was I was kind of looking at it, going, yeah, you're trying to figure it out <laughs> as you're watching it. You're like, how, how have they done this? Um, yeah. Okay. And then was there any, when you were coming up with this idea, you're saying you're starting with the tree and then it was kind of piece by piece bits coming in. Do you ever plan that out on paper or are you more just kind of like, I'll just start filming
1: and see what I end up with. Um, it Kind of a combination of both. Like I, I'm not i I'm not a big planner. Uh, Something okay. I'm trying to start forcing myself to do. Um, I think I, for this one, I kind of just on like a single sheet of paper I had I drew like the characters basically Um, and I didn't really need to to show or think about what the movement was because I just had that in my head but for example I drew the the tree I drew the yeah the candy cane seahorse and the the Santa hat that pops up okay Um, I I, I, and I had there were a few there were a few other creatures that uh didn't make the cuts just because I didn't I didn't have time to make them or animate them um, right
0: it is always sad isn't it in your head i think you forget when you're coming up with ideas how slow stop motion is because yeah, i'm yeah. always like you know you're thinking of these sketches and multiple characters and then it comes down to it you're like god it took me so long to make this one you're like maybe i'm going to take that uh you know 200 character roster and bring it yeah. down to about three um yeah. and was it those the different characters because i know you're saying so the tree is made out of plasticine the seahorse and the kind of I can never remember the name of that monster, but it's always the one with the dangly light. Were they something you made or are they kind of pieced together out of, because they had a really nice kind of Yeah, sound. they were,
1: everything was everything was homemade. Um, yeah, it was really like probably, I, I said it was like a week and a half or two weeks and most of it was just making the characters in the set. Um, okay. I think that the, the animating uh, didn't, I don't remember it taking like a super long time. Okay. It was more building the characters. Um, mostly type. building, yeah, and just like fig- like not just building, but then like, for example, the box with the uh, yeah. I also don't remember the name. Yeah. But- oh, an- has- ang- anglerfish. Anglerfish. I think. Anglerfish. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. It was like a, a Chris- Christmas present anglerfish, and uh, that one I had to do a lot of testing. Uh, like, I think I tried a little bit of uh, wrapping paper, but it was too shiny. And so okay. I, I ended up actually using uh, cloth, like a, a fabric that I just happened to have playing oh, wow. around. Um, and it, it worked really well. Um, and testing also how to put armature in like the ribbon fins that it had. So it had like a, yeah. like a floating motion.
0: Wow. Um, and what were you using for that?
1: Uh, just so I used, like I had some actual, well, I didn't have, I went to a dollar store and bought some ribbon and then I just put, uh, I just super glued some uh, like aluminum wire to the underside of it. Um, Or actually, I think I might've had two layers of ribbon. So it was hidden inside. Um, Jeez, that's incredible. Like those little details,
0: uh, I think are are amazing because it's things like that, exactly like you said, with slowing stuff down, um, you know, taking things down and and watching them frame by frame. It's things like that, that you would just completely take for granted because you're underwater, you've sold it initially with the, you know, the, the effect so yeah. seeing him there you're like that's a little detail that you possibly for time could have been like you know what? I'm just gonna have them held there and the wavy things will do it but I love that little extra detail because that sounds like it it took a good bit of thought and work to, to bring yeah
1: it. yeah and I do think I, I really that's still just that one little thing that little yeah. uh, fin is still one of my favorite parts of it and okay. you and, and it's only in that you only see it for like you know, a quarter of a second or half a second or yeah, something. Yeah, I so.
0: completely <laughs> didn't register that at all. Watch, actually, it again. Uh, Watch it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know people will will appreciate it too. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the the standout bits for me is the is the is the Christmas hat coming out. It has uh, echoes of the you know the uh, asteroid worm in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Has echoes of that, but it's just such a. Was that was that difficult to like? Was there something inside it to hold it up, or how did how did you do uh, that?
1: It was actually I. I I I don't know why I brought it to the Czech Republic from Canada because I think maybe when I finished the video, it was like right before we moved and I thought I might have to like reshoot something. So I brought it. So I I have it ready here. Uh, Sorry, listeners. Yeah.
0: uh, Oh, yeah. If you're watching this video. Yeah.
1: um, But so I had like, it's basically just like a fabric that I sewed together. uh, Oh, wow. For for, like the the red hat part Um, and then the, the mouth does have like an armature mechanism um and you
0: building that yourself like you're just yeah just, it all together
1: yeah like uh that's incredible wire and uh for like the teeth and the gums and then just some cloth for like the, the exterior parts wow um and i had yeah so just some like kns brass tubing on the inside and then right. Underneath the set, I had like the wider diameter one so that this could like slide in and out. So I, at the start, I had it completely uh, withdrawn and then I could just slide it up uh, like, sorry, piece, frame by piece by piece. And I, and I had, I don't know, like I didn't have a lot of tools to work with because like I said, it was like the two months, two or three months I was in Canada in
0: between, uh, okay.
1: in, in an Airbnb and I was just using like what I could find around. <laughs> so the this, this stage, this stage was an ironing board, I think. Awesome. Wow. Uh, so, so I had like this this rig connected through like the hole in the ironing board and I don't know how, how it worked as well as it did but I had really good control over it
0: yeah um, God, I love hearing that especially when it comes to stop motion because you know with things that are you know it's no offense to things that are made on a computer but a computer is a computer I love hearing sometimes when you see the final thing in stop motion and you realize oh that was filmed in a wardrobe or on an ironing board and you get no sense of that you know from the actual film yeah, and yeah. it's so great just what you piece together it's definitely uh, it's, it's something you should absolutely uh i don't know if that, that's the the classes you teach or something but putting those things together is incredible like the the amount of work that's gone into something that i literally thought might just be a, a hat that you had and maybe it's being brought up by like you know a piece of fishing wire or something there's some no, no, serious no. mechanics uh, and and kind of a uh, um fabrication gone into that so yeah that's awesome thanks for uh thanks for sharing that
1: yeah no problem
0: and uh, the, the water uh the kind of shimmery effect was that a like a kind of a post something you done in, in final cut or how did you do that
1: yeah that was composited um but it was I shot it myself I I had just like a big white sheet of paper on the ground and uh a blue light on it and then I, I had this weird like I had my wife holding a light and like the tripod between my legs or something uh really? and, wow. and basically I had uh I, like either a glass or some kind of clear like Tupperware container with water and I was shining light through it to like uh get the get actual watery kind of
0: effect, effect. and so I,
1: ju- I just shot it like live action I guess uh and then composited that uh one layer in the background and then a like a half transparent layer in the in the front wow
0: yeah, yeah I love, and like what 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 made you kind of because you know maybe I think Final Cut might have like a kind of a watery kind of effect but what made you think i'd rather do that myself right is that just how you kind of approach things
1: well i you sometimes i actually tried the final cut one and i just didn't like how it looks um and i I even tried finding some uh like effects on youtube that i could rip and put in but but it it didn't look great and i was like i could probably find some way to make it look decent uh so yeah i it took a little bit of testing but but yeah i think
0: it looks great, honestly, and I think I have to say that I, I completely agree in terms of I've definitely taken the lazy way out with effect, you know effects that are there, but sometimes you start to notice you know someone's work because you're like, oh, they must use Final Cut Pro because I recognize that you know binocular filter or yeah. or that kind of shimmery effect, and it kind of reminds me of the 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 Stargate series. I think they'd done something similar when they were doing the the Stargate effect um, when it's like people standing next to the event horizon and that mm-hmm. lights on their face i think that was literally just ripples of tinfoil and light and i think okay. it, it's so cool when you hear of like your process there of just you know a very simple like well, simple when you hear it explained but at the time it obviously takes a lot of uh of testing and stuff but no that's amazing because yeah that's definitely something that it puts you in the ocean straight away like i said i could forgive mm-hmm. any fins moving or thing because once i saw that effect i was like okay we're under water yeah. you get the yeah. blue and stuff you're there And did you have to do, you were saying that you kind of had to do a lot of like testing and stuff like that. The things that you designed but didn't include, were they because the testing didn't work out or was it more just like, I've done enough, I'm happy with what's in this?
1: Um, It was kind of, I've done enough, kind of, I I was, like I said, it was like, I think the week before I moved to the Czech Republic Uh, and I kind of, I wanted to be done with it before i before i left so i didn't have exactly. to like bring well i took i did bring some stuff but
0: um, so, about it. yeah yeah
1: um so I, and i think yeah it was just it felt like it was enough as it was um that like i could have added some more things but um
0: i think you do get yeah, to a it, point I, where you kind of can judge it exactly like your sense of that water effect isn't quite what i want i think you get to a point where you're like no i'm happy with that
1: like yeah, I don't want yeah. to overload it, and I it do works. think
0: the pacing of it was great because the the hat coming out, grabbing, and then just everything settles there, and then you're just seeing that you know the Christmas tree coming back in. Yeah, like yeah. I think I think it's brilliant for that. Um, I did see, unfortunately, on the uh, on the post you referenced, kind of a mix up in the the uh, <laughs> the, the, the the parameters of the rules of yeah. the uh, contest. Was it just maximum? Did you uh, yeah? Uh, so
1: so. Uh, I read, or I swear I read the (laughs) the rules as, um, it had to be five second minimum. Uh, but then as I was like finishing up and I was like, just rereading one more time to make sure I had like everything the way it was supposed to be. And it was five second maximum. Uh, so it was like, I think it was like a 40 second video. And I just, I submitted, like, I had to take a five second clip from it. Okay, um, so I I chose the last uh like that last one with the Santa hat. Um, oh,
0: brilliant, brilliant! And I
1: I actually I even had to retime it a bit because it was too slow. Even that oh, okay. one that one part was that like part eight is... or nine seconds, so I had to like shorten it up. Uh, yeah. So,
0: but well, hey, I mean, it, you ended up with a great you know a great short, and uh, it's nice. I think the beauty of the way you shot it as well is because there are separate scenes, you can nicely kind of you know cherry pick something out yeah, and yeah. put it in as a smaller piece. It it doesn't. know they can live separate lives that kind of way and was there on that short was there one scene in particular that was the hardest to animate can you remember one bit that was trickier or were they all kind of like smooth enough
1: um I think probably the uh there's like the Christmas ornament that like swims down to transition from the the angler fish present into the the last one so it just like swims down frame and then from the top of the next shot. Oh, really? Um, okay. And, and it was just, um, it was only difficult because my rig for it was just like a, a single piece of, of aluminum wire and just like trying to keep it track in 3D oh, space. In same. Like if, if it was on a 2D plane, it would have been super easy, but just making it like not too close or too far from the camera.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah.
1: That, I think I, I might've took like two or three, two or three takes on that one.
0: Just to kind of get it um, right. What the, you
1: mean. I mean actually I don't know about that. I might have used the the first or second and just was like it's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know I that still works. look back. Yeah. And another thing that I didn't notice till after, I, I probably shouldn't say it, point out my faults, but uh <laughs> in like the last the last one or two frames before that transition, the the ornament just disappears. I cut it off too early. So
0: Oh, I didn't notice that at at all. Yeah, look, these are like little Easter shouldn't have said
1: anything.
0: (laughs) But I think it's great because like to to hear the backstory behind these, because uh, again, like just animation in general, there's so many ways that you could look at that and say, oh, here's how it was done. Or here's how I think he made it. Uh, And when you're kind of explaining and talking us through, I think it's great just to get a little insight to, you know, like what you did to make this short, because Mm -hmm. you give the same story to another animator and they'll make it a completely different way um which is just great it's one of the beauties of animation but uh, okay that's it yeah i always remember uh, trying to do anything in a 3d space i can remember with a lego thing getting a guy to throw an axe and it was just like trying to oh, where was it yeah and yeah, I, yeah. that's when your hand inevitably starts to shake <laughs> and you're just like the axe goes <laughs> it's just yeah. you're like no it's not gonna work yeah, um definitely. i suppose moving on to your second kind of short that we're here to talk about which is called trigger finger uh, and I'll, again i'll leave links to all these down the bottom so if you haven't seen it already i definitely encourage you to watch it now so that when we're talking through it you can you can kind of recognize the points that we're mentioning but where did the uh where did the idea for this for this come because obviously it's a western with a bit of a twist but how did this start um uh
1: that's a great question i, I-
0: like Did it, it, a, a it definitely
1: not specifically I mean yeah. I like I do like imitating a genre like yeah. uh, just you know, taking advantage of those cliches and my, like yeah. my, my dad was always watching westerns when I grew up uh, so it was like always on and I know the, the tropes and yeah. like I know it's what like a very West, beats. Very I know what a western beats. should look like yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like so so it, uh, but it, I don't know if that was like the the reason it came about i think i just had the idea of like uh you know of the standoff and it, it being like really serious and dramatic and then lightening it up with something stupid um, okay it's kind of like a, another theme i guess in a lot of my stuff is just things that are unexpected or like uh the opposite watching. of what you would think unexpected. or like okay um so that was yeah i just thought it was funny to have this like one upping finger finger yeah. battle um yeah th- th- i think that was it it was just a it uh, works idea. great
0: like the, the the build up to it and so like you have i suppose for, for those who don't know who are maybe watching it now or are about to watch it the idea of this kind of i suppose you're assuming it's going to be a gun battle and then they end up just kind of flipping each other off like giving each other the finger repeatedly yeah. um did you that's where you started from so then are you kind of going I have the gag I know they're just going to be kind of like doing this do you work backwards in terms of like how I'm going to set it up is, is that the way you kind of approach it
1: um I think the only thing I knew like when I had that basic premise was that I would to just be like like how many ways can you flip someone off and so I did, <laughs> I, I literally had a list of like uh and there were again there were like ones i had that were like too ridiculous or you know yeah. they, they would have made it uh i say it taken away their reality but you know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah no I they would have been it, yeah. too, too like cartoony i guess yeah um and so i i just did the ones that were like i don't know realistic ways you can give someone the finger um it was some I, very I,
0: inventive <laughs> ones because i have to say <laughs> that the everyone knows the kind of the drawbridge <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I i no matter even if i know it's coming everyone always <laughs> enjoys that same with the kind of the, you know blowing up almost like a bouncy castle and yeah the one that really caught me off guard was like the i think he puts his like index finger in through his ear oh like and the magician like, yeah 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 the magician yeah. one that yeah i had to watch that again because <laughs> I was like i'm gonna have to try and do that in real life
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah there's a couple i'm proud of yeah like like you said there was the basic ones that i like okay these are obviously going to go first in the I wanted to make it go crazier and crazier. Yes. Um, And
0: was that difficult to do, difficult to judge? Or were you like, okay, here's my kind of base level ones. And I don't
1: know. I didn't, I didn't like put too much thought into it, but uh, it it just seemed like kind of a natural, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, there Um, is
0: this really nice kind of like building on, even the, the, the sort of misdirect of him reaching into his coat. You just think he's going to come out with a gun and he doesn't. So uh, no, that was great. Um, And for, for, for say this kind of film, because obviously, um, and we'll get to later again, I think your Instagram gives some great insights into like the amount of work you did. So obviously, and for anyone who wants to check it out, I think you said, mentioned at the time, there was like 286 individual pieces that you drawn out. When you approach something like this, because you've worked with armatures before, where, where in the process do you decide, I'm gonna make these kind of out of paper with replacement limbs, say versus like an armature?
1: Um, I think it comes from my inability to make hands that look good in any medium, like okay. when I'm sculpting, <laughs> I can't make hands. If I was making like a latex puppet, I'm awful at making hands. I yep. just, I can't make hands. And I knew that so much focused, like the whole thing is about their, their hands. hands. That's, yeah. um, so I was like, <laughs> I don't like drawing hands, but it's going to be the easiest way.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay,
1: and, and that was also, I think, yeah. So originally, I, I did want to do it with like actual puppets, yeah. uh, and then it just seemed like paper cutout was the easiest way. Uh, but I still wanted to have that kind of like physical feel, and that's why the the background uh, is yeah. like real real buildings that I made. That's incredible. That that's again
0: the first thing that drew me to it was just the 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 kind of the texture of the cowboys you can clearly see is kind of like 2d almost you know what i mean and what are they um made like drawn with is a card and are you using like watercolors or how are they um,
1: yeah no it's just uh, like regular colored paper and for yeah to get like a little bit of texture i use just pencil crayons um wow because
0: uh, the colors I, are like really strong and vibrant i couldn't tell if they were kind of altered in like done in post or if it was something I, that you'd
1: drawn it's I don't recall i i might have tweaked the colors a little bit in post uh like when i was just finishing up the edit and yeah, yeah, yeah. no but like a tweak export.
0: is fine i wasn't sure if they'd maybe started off just card and you'd kind of digitally colored them in but they were done with like yeah no it, yeah there was actual
1: pencils. colored paper yeah brilliant um okay. bl- black was the 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 hard part because it's it's hard to i don't know um maybe just the paper i was using but it was really shiny and it was hard to make it actually look black. Um, So I was like experimenting with like coloring black on black. I even tried using that like, uh, I don't know what it's called, but like that black velvet stuff that you like to to absorb the light, but that didn't look good either. So Uh, I don't know, I think I ended up just having to like move lights until it worked um
0: okay the old yeah push things around a little bit and when it looks good it
1: works (laughs) and stuff okay
0: and how were you um how were you shooting the characters so you're saying the sets are obviously kind of 3d are the characters being shot against a a green screen and composited in
1: uh yeah yeah so it was all just the 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 paper characters were just right on top of a green paper um and yeah the, the again the animating was like pretty quick on this one uh the most of it was making the buildings in the sets. yes because
0: um, i'm gonna say you're, you're the green screen is like the edges are so clean like genuinely when i was watching it and i, I don't know if you ever have if you still have any uh like behind the scenes photos you might have taken of that process like the green screen and stuff but i definitely love to see something like that because you know sometimes when people shoot green screen either there's a bit of kind of bleeding in or out mm-hmm. from the characters i couldn't tell if those characters were physically in the set at first like you were holding them up with an armature or something it, it looked very yeah, cool.
1: i think um like i what i i was and always do have some trouble with that and i think for this one i remember a couple shots where i was having that problem but the the animation itself i was really happy with and i didn't want to redo it yeah, and so okay. i just uh I forget the name of the, like the slider in final cut, but where it kind of shrink, I guess shrink, I think. So it, it might've even cut off some of like the outline of the, of the piece. Um, okay. But, at, but at least you wouldn't see that, that blur. Or There's like no the, bleed or blur between yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it was very clean. Like, that, like I said, my thing, I was always trying to figure out, you, know, you watch <laughs> it first for, uh, for entertainment's sake. And then afterwards you're like, how the hell yeah. did he do that? Uh, so that's That's crazy. And with it, when it came to the sets, cause the, the buildings like the classic saloon western kind of buildings are amazing how like where did you start with that because those they're like really really detailed for you know things that are essentially in the background did it did it take long doing that
1: yeah yeah like I said that was like the longest part was making everything um I did read like I think I made eight buildings uh and I reused them for both for both angles um and just by place replacing them in different areas or i think sometimes i change the color um okay brilliant but yeah it, it took a while um i did the the classic only m- make the sides that you're going to see look pretty and don't worry about oh, the other yeah. side so they're all like <laughs> they're like two-sided buildings or something yeah. um no, but why yeah why yeah, put the effort there, in? yeah there's no reason you, to... you
0: figure that the hard way don't you the first film you make yeah you're like, why did i paint the back of that i'm not gonna <laughs> see it yeah like okay
1: i'll do yeah. it smart next time. And, and then even then like you know uh because of the way i was shooting it you you don't even like you might notice the couple that are closest to the camera but the rest are completely out of focus so you don't see them anyways i'm like why didn't i just yeah. cheat even more <laughs> why did it i spend like, all that time one day yeah uh yeah.
0: and what are they what are they made out of it is it card or is it also or... uh
1: just oh cardboard i think pretty much cardboard and then sometimes i would use it like a yeah like a lighter paper uh well i guess a heavier paper like cardstock or something just to okay. cover the the front of it um so it was easier to draw on and and decorate okay. the way i wanted it to
0: and were they were they big i mean i'm not i'm not great on scale, uh but just no of...
1: oh actually one second it's like one step away one moment um, hey, no, yeah so they're like this big. oh wow just i don't know what's that like four or five inches high
0: that's incredible um, yeah the detail is unbelievable i'll definitely have to get you to uh Again, apologies to anyone who's only listening. Uh, <laughs> I, no, no, I'll get you to send me a picture, and I can include that in the in the uh, in the kind of description, or might even put it up over this. But uh, God, no, that's that's awesome. And then so the sets kind of take the longest. Uh, you were saying, like in terms of like you know building all this, the opening scene at the start where we're kind of tracking along the desert. What did you make that uh, that texture or that earth out of? Uh,
1: so that was I just bought a piece of. Some kind, like maybe PVC, some kind of plastic sheet. Um, like I think maybe like a meter and a half by a meter or something. Okay, um, cool. And I covered it with. Uh, <laughs> really bad with knowing what things are called. Like some no. kind of <laughs> some some kind of. Uh, uh, I guess like mixing cement for like home projects, basically like just a small bag oh, cool. for if you have to fix. Put a brick like down
0: a, or like a fit and fill, or, yeah, like a mortar stuff.
1: maybe. I, I don't know if it's technically mortar, but anyways, um, so I just I just mixed it, like put it really roughly on top, and then once it dried, just painted on top of it. Um, and it's the okay, same brilliant. set for it's just one set for the whole thing for the town and for the okay. For so that's the same.
0: Show. Brilliant, because yeah, there's a really nice. I think you have like a I don't know what animal um skull and, and, and thing it is whether it's a bison or something like mm-hmm. that but it's the real classic like you said there's certain beats in a western thing like you're gonna have the cactus in there and you're gonna have and then for that tracking shot were you physically moving the set for that or did you have something on a dolly or something like that
1: yeah yeah so like I said I had it uh, it was the set was on like this PVC sheet and on that I had it uh, on a table and I was moving it uh, like half a millimeter. Per shot per frame. Okay. Um, and this was, I think to date it's the most retakes I've had to do. I I could not get this right because uh moving 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 it moving it along like the x-axis was fine, but it kept on shifting either a little bit too close or too far, and it looked really jittery. Oh god. So it was like, I don't know. I think like 10 or 12 takes uh, just to get that because it just, does look
0: great. And it's a really nice Western style introduction, you know, like kind of sliding in like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So definitely worth it in the end. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I hear what you mean when it comes to <laughs> like consistent movement. I only recently started to use the dragon frame, um, you know, where you can kind of plot out your, your guide oh, yeah. chart, yeah. but also I didn't realize in Final Cut Pro with the stabilization kind of uh filter that you can put on that smooths them out.
1: I, know oh, I didn't know about that
0: either. Yeah. Oh man, you should definitely look into it. Someone on mm. the one of my guests on the first podcast actually said it to me. And I was kind of like, I definitely had remembered using it for something. Um, but obviously not really appreciating what it had right. done or either had no yeah. effect. But I remember I was doing it like a, a an arc movement of a character, so say like a kind of a jump, but just naturally one had like held a little bit too long and I'd done mm-hmm. the whole thing and it take me ages and I was like oh, I really don't want to you know if he hangs in the middle there it's annoying me but I'll leave it and I put this stabilization filter on it's obviously able to analyze and just kind of smooth the whole thing out oh, that's awesome. when I played it back I was like yeah again the purists stop motion uh, <laughs> makers might be like no <laughs> but you know at the time when you just don't yeah. have the the enthusiasm to do it again it can be it can be great, but yeah, I'll definitely, I'll send you a link on to the tutorial I use because yeah, it was awesome. Final Cut as well. It was, it was awesome. It was useful. But, um, and then, so yeah, so the 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 desert you had made, you reused twice. And obviously the next kind of biggest standout thing in the film is the music. Is that something that you kind of like had an idea of in your head or did you even have it as you were animating or was it completely added
1: in after? Um, I, I think... I don't remember at what point when I like started looking for the music to use. Um, I don't think it was super early on, but it wasn't like after I had finished or anything. Okay. Um, and I yeah, I just looked on on Fiverr and I was trying to find someone who could make like Western music. Um, and originally, I, like, uh, I think I wanted it more, um, like a classic Western. Like good, Feel like kind of yeah yeah something like that or even like the you know the fifties style where it's oh, like okay More yeah spaghetti like,
0: western that kind of
1: yeah 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 so um yeah and I couldn't find anyone who seemed like they could make it and then I saw this ad for well it, it actually he did advertises like spaghetti western uh okay. music <laughs> and surf and surf rock uh and so yeah i i asked him to try to make something for me i just told him roughly what i was looking for um and yeah it's i i think it works really well um
0: and did you have to like send him because obviously the 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 timing um works you know really well with the, the kind of uh when the reveal that it's not guns that they're using right. that when that kicks back in the music's obviously going kind of like full tilt was that something you had to send them in terms of timing or were you just able to kind of edit that uh,
1: very roughly I think I told him uh like like it has to be for about half a minute it has to be like this and then it gets like heavier and more more yeah you know, faster and um and it, it you know I, I definitely had to tweak things with editing uh to make it to make it line up but to, to uh, talk yeah it. so th- okay. there was the kind of general idea Um, but I wasn't really like it has to sound exactly like this. I'm not good at um, like I said, I'm not very good at planning. So (laughs) I was I was like, I'll know I'll know it when I hear it. I'll know when I hear it, but I can't tell you exactly what I want.
0: Until yeah, until I hear it. Okay, brilliant. And then for this one, obviously, with so many like the animation itself, uh, and again, I think that kind of replacement style, um, you know, swapping in and out the limbs that you need in the hands, it just looks amazing because it's not only uh, anytime I've done that, it's been very flat. You know, like an arm hasn't moved position. Yeah. It's just been like this arm will go like this, and I'll cut to a new angle in the hands like that. There's times where you're having an arm, you know, like twist out onto a different angle. Did that take a long time to to plan out and test?
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah, that okay. was that was <laughs> other than the making the buildings, that was like the the thing that kicked my ass the most was like I, said, I saw
0: twitch in your I, eye there as you were yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you bring this up yeah um yeah i like i said i'm not really a big drawer honestly uh at least for you know anatomy (laughs) yeah um
0: and especially when this is like you said the whole focal point it's about hands
1: (laughs) yeah so as much as i could i did just do like the moving one piece uh, as far (laughs) as i could until i had like if it was rotating then of course you had to do uh like sometimes I would just do two or three frames of like the slightly different angles. Um okay. and were you using your own hand as reference? Like, is that how yeah, on? yeah, yeah? For the most part, I would I would actually just like take pictures in the different angles and then like <laughs> on my phone trace them on the paper. Oh wow! And then, okay. Yeah, it, it was it was a long process, and even I think the thing that took the longest was actually the there's one shot where uh, the red cowboy's head turns. Yeah, And that one, that one took me like well over a week just for, just to draw <laughs> just his head. Shot. It's only, I think it's only nine frames, nine or 10 frames. And it, it was just like, I could Keeping not you draw up at it. Night. Yeah. It, to be fair, I, I had to also draw. So I had to draw the head in nine positions and then the mustache in 10 positions. And then the eyebrow, the eyebrows weren't a big deal, it. but yeah. Oh, but the still, hat, the hat, the hat had to be 10 positions
0: too. Um, I had to turn as well. Yeah, I never thought of that actually. Yeah. Okay, so that so one, and again, components.
1: yeah. And again, this is something that is like less than half a second. In yeah, a,
0: you seem to enjoy yeah, torching so. yourself for that little, but I mean, it's I, those little yeah.
1: bits that that make it.
0: And is there ever like, is there a point when you're working on something like that? Do you ever kind of go, Oh, you know, I'll, I'll just do it. You know, I'll cut to a different angle or something. Or is, is part of you just kind of like, no, you know, I'll, I'll I'm going to keep tipping away at this till I get it. Cause I don't have a deadline in terms of like, you're posting this when you want it
1: um there's probably a little bit of both i do like the the final uh gag the the bow and arrow one that one yes i i did want to just be like the front angle but i it was that back movement that i couldn't get and so i did just shoot from the side because then i could just i only needed like two two replacements to grab it to go back okay yeah that was yeah so that was one one compromise i had to make
0: okay cool and i think yeah that's that's so many of my films sometimes yeah someone might say oh why did you choose this angle it's like well I couldn't draw <laughs> couldn't draw that in the other angle yeah, so yeah. I went to this or you know the camera moved and I had to just reset it on in a different position but uh no it's great because again I encourage people to check out that uh, that Instagram post because I think when you see all those The like hands, arms, different positions that you drew out multiple times. When you see them all in one photograph, you really get a sense of how much work went into it. Because when Mm -hmm. someone describes, oh, I replaced arms for this, you kind of go, oh, yeah, that's cool. When you see them all together, you're like, holy God. And they were all like kind of hand drawn and done. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Um, I think my favorite, favorite shot in in the whole film is the kind of classic pulling the coat back to reveal the gun. (laughs) is that something that you kind of had an idea on the start uh like you knew how you were going to do that or did you kind of find your way to it how how did that come about
1: yeah no definitely that was like one of the you know one of the tropes that i just like it had to it couldn't not be there yeah um
0: and it's so simple but it's so satisfying like just that like yeah yeah. that one
1: sequence yeah exactly the sequence of like from the front, pulling it to the side, and then the back shot uh, yeah. showing the other cowboy. Yeah, it would, that That was definitely, it, it had to be there from the beginning. Uh, exactly. That was actually, I think probably, that might've been like the first shot I did actually, uh, oh, at really? least in, in the first one or two uh, sequences. Um, wow. Yeah.
0: And then so for, for um, you're shooting these cowboys separately on a green screen and then compositing them in, are you just taking like, did it take much to get the, the angles right in terms of where you would be shooting the set from versus where the characters would be? Or, or how did that um,
1: That was, okay, so could you brought that up? That was actually another reason why I chose to do the physical set is because I didn't want to have to figure out how to draw the backgrounds from different perspectives. Yes. Um, okay. I thought that would, I, I was like, I don't want that headache. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so with this, I could test, you know, I would take uh, for like each, each angle I needed the shot from, I would I would take a shot and then like move it just a little bit in different That's ways. It. So I had a bunch to work with because okay, the pretty. the backgrounds are actually all static shots. Um, okay, cool, cool. Uh, uh, except for the the zoom shots, um, Were those you ones physically zooming on that. Yeah, yeah. So I I shot the cowboys first. I did the zoom and then to match it in Dragon, I had it like the transparency uh slider on um so i was trying to match the zoom with how it was zooming to the to the cowboy wow Um, and yeah i never even
0: thought of that for the zoom that's Mm -hmm. incredible
1: yeah i i thought it worked pretty well because yeah Um, and
0: again that's such a a, one of the like three pillars of a western is you gotta zoom in on them yeah exactly you You don't cut to them you zoom in uh Yeah. yeah nice okay so yeah that's i suppose that's that's great the way you explain it because yeah, as much as like, uh, like yourself, I think I could have a go at drawing characters moving like in different positions, but the idea of having to draw something 2D that would represent a three-dimensional angle, uh, I just, no. And yeah. I spend all that work drawing it and then it just
1: wouldn't look right. And you'd be like- Exactly. Yeah, just getting it to match, match the, like you can make it look 3D, but to to match the actual- The angle the, that the space of The space of what's happening in the, in the story is, that's the hard yeah. part
0: okay cool geez yeah. and we were, were you using um were you using dragon frame did you say when you were uh filming the cowboys actually moving on the green screen yeah that
1: was yeah that was all Drake.
0: that was all dragon frame okay brilliant brilliant and i uh the, the last thing i wanted to say about it was i love the uh the cut at the end so it's got kind of three really nice sections it's kind of the the real i suppose say typical western opening where you have you know the, the music building up to what you think will be uh, a typical kind of like a standoff gunshot, uh, and then you've paused the music there. And then when you reveal that it's just them flipping each other off, the music kicks in, and then they're one up in, in each other, at, you know, at a time. And then the music cuts, and we can just hear <laughs> it becomes far less dramatic. <laughs> and did you always have that idea in mind that it would cut at the end, and we just hear them? It's kind of like them grunting and just whiskey. yeah. two idiots but uh did you always have that in mind or how did you come to that
1: um sort of it was always like the the fallback like I I was definitely trying while I was animating and making everything I was thinking I was trying to think of a better ending uh but that was kind of in my head as like um it's like a safe thing to do or like you know it just I, I had the idea already I didn't have to There were a couple, like I mentioned, a couple of the more uh, cartoonish actions or figures that they could have done. There were a few ending possibilities there, but I didn't. I thought this, the grunting, just made it seem more like they're just uh angry cowboys in yeah. middle of nowhere <laughs> yeah, no i uh, think a it's a bit great. more realistic yeah
0: it's almost like you're uh, it's a very almost a kind of signature move like with your your christmas tree jellyfish at the end i just thought it had a really nice way of sort of deflating it again yeah, yeah gone from like high octane to like it, i don't know if you've ever seen the the tenacious d music, music video um i think it's for tribute you know where they're in the recording booth uh and they're they're recording the song and for some reason as a band you're hearing you know the two uh jack black and 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 Mm -hmm. kyle you're hearing them sing but with full accompaniment in the silver recording thing and then it cuts (laughs) to outside in the shopping mall and it's just them screeching with one guitar (laughs) kind of reminded me of that you get lost in the fact that this is like a big production and then it goes uh, Yeah, yeah so that was great and did you ever i suppose this kind of neat leads neatly into the sort of final section of the podcast which you kind of just like to sort of chat about maybe advice and and things that you might have learned along the way but just on your your trigger finger um, film did you ever enter that into any film festivals or anything like that or have any desires to do something like that
1: um yeah right when i finished i entered it into quite a few i was just like <laughs> just to the free ones you know yeah, ones that they- didn't have a a a, a uh, some of them can be submitting. steep
0: i think uh um, you really yeah. have to have a serious budget if you want to go you know you think oh i'll go for this one i've heard of this one you're like yeah 50 quid <laughs> like, i don't think the film cost me 50 quid to make it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah
1: um yeah so i i don't know exactly how many i entered um but actually it's funny you mentioned that now uh just yesterday i found out it was selected for one uh one festival um wow. in the i'm not i'm apparently not allowed to announce it yet so i won't say the name okay
0: but, okay no worries, um, but no but
1: so that's that's exciting that just happened yesterday um i think most of them that i or a good chunk of them i know that it, it was not selected for them okay uh but um there's one in the bag at least so yeah oh that's amazing oh well congrats because i think Thank you. that's the that's the one of the
0: um one of the things I love talking to people about on this podcast is just the whole nature of film festivals, because, you know, some people rate them. Some people don't, I think for those who haven't maybe gone through the college circuit and, and have that kind of springboard of contacts Mm -hmm. and stuff, it's a great way of just getting your work seen because sadly, when you're self-promoting through YouTube, Instagram, you're really reliant on kind of just luck. I think, you know what I mean? You can have obviously, built up content and built up a following of people who expect maybe a certain amount. But when you're making sketches quite different, like from your say Christmas ocean ones, and and I know you make others, it's hard to build up a consistent following because you don't have, you know, content that's exactly the same theme wise. But um, yeah, I think festivals can be just a great way to kind of get your work out there. But there is this myth, I think sometimes that people don't want to share. And I, I found that like with my, Short that I'm entering into film festivals at the moment. I think I have like a ninety percent failure rate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For ten that I've entered, I'm just used to getting. I, do you use Film Freeway at all?
1: Yeah, uh, that is what I answer. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've I've gotten so accustomed to seeing that uh, rejection letter, and you yeah, know yeah. when your uh, notification pops up and you get the uh, judging status has changed, you can't see if it's yes or no, <laughs> yet. and when you click in, you just see that that damn little yeah. uh, mm, yeah. like not yeah, selected. Yeah. That that haunts me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So but that's no that's weird. great to hear and maybe what i'll do is i might share some of the film festivals that you entered uh part of the description maybe just because i think sometimes especially the free ones it's great um just for other people to know about them because uh sometimes you can mm-hmm. it gets overwhelming when you see the places are like 30 and 40 quid yeah. just to mm-hmm. enter with no guarantee it's mm-hmm. it's a lot to ask i think mm-hmm. so just so i suppose in the wrap-up would you have any advice for anyone starting out in animation? Like anything maybe you learned the hard way or, or something that you found useful when you were starting out?
1: Um, for like, if you're looking for general advice, I'd say is just to do it as much as you can. Um, and don't be, yeah, don't be afraid to like try things that seem like they're gonna be super difficult, um, just, you know, the more you do something, the better you're going to get with anything, not just animation. So, um, yeah, of course, just do it as much as you can. Uh, and also, I think one thing that I'm kind of slowly figuring out is to not be not be worried about like what you're putting out there. Um, okay. Or, or maybe I should say, like when I have an idea sometimes I'll, I'll immediately think like, Oh, that's a really good idea. I really want to do this. Or I'm like, uh, it's like, whatever I could, I could do it or I'll just wait. (laughs) Um, and I find that, that some of the ones, um, some videos of mine that are getting the best response or like the most views, most people seem to enjoy it. Um, they're often the ones that I think, you know, I'm just like, okay, I'm not happy, but I'll just put it out there anyway. Um, that's interesting. And so I think just like, uh, what would I say? Like, don't be too much of a perfectionist. And uh, as I think, as long as you're seeing some improvement in yourself, uh, yeah. that's that's a really important thing. Like I I do feel that about my work. Is that uh, when I look back to like the first animations I was posting, they're definitely not as good. I still I still like them. They still have a special place for me but um, but i do feel like with everything that i do or everything that i post i'm learning some new thing uh that's trying different things out yeah okay brilliant brilliant and just on the i suppose on the topic
0: of kind of putting stuff out there and and posting stuff have you found any like platforms social media websites that you particularly enjoy posting on because i know there's so many to choose from is there any that you find because i know you're on instagram
1: um, that are the best in terms for you I, to post on. I'm pretty much just on Instagram, honestly. Okay. Uh, okay. I I I made a a YouTube channel like when I when I finished Trigger Finger. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I only have two videos on there now. Uh, Instagram is is like the main place I post stuff. Okay. Um, I've been I feel like an old man, so I'm reluctant to get on TikTok or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I do know like lots of people who have been having a lot of success there uh and and also people who are saying that like instagram is dying the algorithm isn't working anymore
0: yeah you hear Uh, a lot of so it's hard to know what to what to believe sometimes because it feels like a lot of these things do come in waves like i know yeah um but i i i would be mostly on uh, kind of like yourself instagram but also youtube um but i have noticed a serious drop off just in terms Mm -hmm. of like uh, i don't know if it's because i'm not posting as much or the algorithms change slightly maybe to favor kind of more daily posts Mm -hmm. but uh yeah there's definitely been a bit of a plummet in terms of views Um, but no I like that advice about just kind of putting stuff out there because I think no matter your level I think you can kind of retain something for too long because either a you don't think it's good enough to go out or b you're like oh I just want to tweak it a little bit more Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's only really I think when you get stuff out there that you know you either get a little bit of feedback and I do find that the animation community in general is quite positive there's not a lot of like trolls oh, totally. or yeah. hate posting on your stuff. It's like, yeah, no, it's it a very, me.
1: very positive community. Everyone's like, uh, if you message someone and ask for some advice or something, uh, I don't think there's many people who are going to be like,
0: no, oh, go away. Like yeah. they're, they're all, they're all going to family you. recipe or, or at, Yeah,
1: or at least they'll be polite about it
0: and like, yeah, yeah, like give no, you a little, a little hint to where, yeah. <laughs> where to go in the right direction. So yeah, I know
1: it's a super, super great community. Um, great, and it's even like the level you know uh with like the people who are you know professional like the best animators in the industry uh even that there's no like ego there's no yeah
0: uh, there's a real down-to-earthness yeah a lot it the time is. So totally like, yeah totally. here's what i did and you're like wow yeah um, which which is great and it's su- such a positive environment to post something in i Absolutely. think there should be no fear when it comes to stuff like that do you while you're animating Do you have any kind of particular hacks in terms of like, I know some people love kind of animating at night. They're more kind of night owls or some people do it to music. Is there anything that you like to do whilst you're animating or are you just purely focused on the the task at hand?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm like always doing something. Uh, I, yeah, I'm usually either... Sometimes I watch stuff uh, if it's if it I don't have to be too involved. I'll have something on in the background. Okay, uh, like a TV if, show or a movie. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Not all, not all the time, but if I'm if it's something where I really need to like really really focus, yeah, uh, I'll have on some music or uh, or an audio book or podcast or something. Okay, cool, um, cool. Now I I have heard lots of people say that it's good to get in the practice of like completely tuning everything out and just focusing on it and I can see the I can American. see how that would benefit yeah. I just uh I just have a short attention span yeah. I, need, <laughs> I need constant input from my ears and
0: eyes. I I'm similar I, I do find a bit of music or a podcast or something like that is just a nice distraction you know it's something yeah. you can kind of be he- hearing in the background but you're still kind of focused on something that's cool and um can I ask do you have a show reel at all
1: um yeah I've made A couple Uh, for like a few months ago, I was uh, getting in contact with like any studios in Prague. Um, And so, and I was kind of, I made a couple for different kinds of studios. Uh, So there was a one studio that was, they make like an animated show uh, that airs in the Czech Republic. Actually, it's an international show. Um, And so for that one, I was, posting just like some character animation that i had okay so you're um, which, tailoring which, your showreels kind of sort, sort of and then i made like a more general one that is just like what i think is the best stuff because there, there was some stuff that i liked that it, i don't think it would be as uh like I don't, I don't know if they would they would consider it as much or something
0: okay okay um, no it's interesting just because i hear a lot of people talking about you know people you know i suppose to take it back a, a peg a lot of the goal of say people who are using animation as a a passion or a hobby is that they they kind of hope to get maybe some commissioned work and kind of branch into that a little bit not everyone but a lot of people are like yeah I wouldn't mind picking up a bit of work here and there and I suppose a showreel sometimes can be your business card almost in terms of like people just want a quick snippet of what you do and I'm always interested to hear what people's thoughts on it are just in terms of you know there is no rule book really for it it's like yeah I
1: I'm I'm in the same boat as you like I I don't really know what to do either, honestly. Yeah, um,
0: yeah <laughs> I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard
1: I've heard people say like, like you're really, like it should be like a minute or two, like a minute max. And then I've heard yeah. people saying like, no, like show all of your best work. Uh, if it's if it's five minutes, that's okay. Some people say there should be no music. Some people say it's better if there's music. It's, it's yeah. really like everyone, it's a mixed I feel bag. like everyone just it, their it? own yeah. opinion. And uh, <laughs> so you, you just have to guess yeah I
0: like like your your uh that's a good tip I think about like kind of looking at the nature of the work of the people you're applying to so you Mm -hmm. know if it is you you know going for a job or to do with a specific like you said I'll show them character animation because that's what they do like maybe I don't need to put in my you know voice music Mm -hmm. kind of stuff because they're more focused on this so I I think that's kind of a cool piece of advice tailoring it to suit that Mm -hmm. um and do you obviously we all especially when we're doing this for kind of as a passion as a love of it we all have those kind of uninspiring days do you have like a way of coping with stuff like that do you kind of take breaks or are you more of a like persist till it's done kind of person or
1: uh no I take lots of breaks okay okay (laughs) um yeah uh I think although I will say though when I take a break oftentimes it's like doing a a lighter task that just doesn't involve thinking uh, okay. you know like for example it while i was when i started animating trigger finger there were still some things of the set that i was making so like if i didn't feel like animating or i just didn't know how to do a shot or i didn't know how to make the hands a certain way then i would just go and make one of the buildings or something because it was like okay it, it was a bit easier it didn't require as much thinking um so it, it still felt like i was doing something but i I wasn't doing the thing I was super frustrated by.
0: Okay. You weren't being taxed. It was just like nice to have. I think that again, that's, what's great about stop motion. Uh, I love like making sets. I I think that's the part of the process I enjoy the most. I Mm -hmm. feel like my animation is maybe, you know, like middle of the road in terms of it's not very fluid, but Mm -hmm. I love putting detail into my sets. And I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can always fall back on, Oh, that wall needs to be painted. So, you know, then you're just like slapping a bit of paint on It's grand. Um and it's like yeah i'm
1: still doing something yeah yeah you, yeah. you feel like <laughs> not doing actually, what i should be doing yeah. but
0: something <laughs> you put it off but, yeah. Yeah, for another good means um and i just I want to say your 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 christmas ocean short has almost like a thousand views on on instagram which is amazing and do you have any kind of advice or or, or tips that you found when it comes to instagram um in general or is it just kind of like look what what happens get picked up and circulated
1: I, I think I have heard people say that the current algorithm, it relies a lot on uh, like shares and comments, I think are like two okay. of the bigger ones rather than like likes or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but again, I don't know how you make, how, how do you make someone yeah. share? I guess <laughs> just make, manufacture it, that? make it as good as possible and, yeah. <laughs> and just pray. Um, I do think like I do kind of think a little bit about about the time um okay. like most i think most of my followers are in north america um so i do kind of like i won't post it in the morning here in europe uh because then they're, they're sleeping so I, I think about that a little bit like okay. when is the time when the most people are awake um because be. i think the earlier someone sees it uh that might also play into like How it shows up on people's feeds, maybe. Okay. I don't. I don't really. I don't really know what I'm talking about. But no, but I think that's my my instincts, my intuition. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Instagram instinct. (laughs) It's a whole whole another podcast. But no, I think it's great to hear because I think sometimes, you know, it is. It can be a combination of things. A lot of the time, luck plays a huge part in it, and you just Mm -hmm. don't have an explanation for why you know this video has done better than this. But I think even hearing that, in terms of like you finding where your kind of main audience is. And just even something as simple as, well, don't post super early where you are, because they'll be asleep. Um, I think that's great because it's something practical that everyone can look up. I think most Mm -hmm. platforms, again, I don't have much experience on TikTok, but be it Instagram, Twitter or YouTube, you can definitely find where the majority of your audience is. More often than not, it's North America, uh, Mm -hmm. just whatever way it ends up being. But uh, yeah, okay, no, that's cool. And we talked a bit about kind of festivals and, 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 and kind of entering and stuff like that earlier on, I know you were saying about the kind of entering free ones and stuff like that. Had you any film festivals in particular that you kind of really wanted to enter, or was it more just like, I'd like to get something in just to get it out there and get it
1: seen. Um, There was none like specifically in mind. I don't think there is, uh, I went to a festival here in the czech republic a few months ago called anafilm which it was it was amazing it was really cool and i'm gonna try to put something together to enter for next year okay uh, if i can Uh, but that one i i don't think i might not have known about it when i finished trigger finger or i just missed the the deadline or something yeah. You can be
0: unlucky sometimes when you just, I hate that when you go, oh, the deadline was, yeah. Yeah. A month you, need ago. Like a,
1: you need like a calendar to keep track of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I honestly don't know of that many. I, oh, I also, I wanted to enter, uh, uh, I think it's just called stop motion Montreal. Uh, yes. that's, I think it's happening right now, but yeah, that one, I think that's a big one. Yeah. That one, I think I might have, I would have been in time for the deadline, but uh if i recall i don't think they accept uh paper cutout animations um i think it's like i, I do that now, now that i'm saying it i feel like i might be totally wrong but uh, I, yeah, feel, I think i think it, it really... was either it was that or another festival that i know i couldn't enter because it was a paper cutout uh okay. i think i think the, the majority of the animation needs to be like a physical puppet like an armature um, or something or, like or something okay. yeah
0: yeah okay um But definitely don't don't, don't quote me on it. Yeah, look it up up for yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Don't 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 take my word. Uh, And I suppose, yeah, like you said, we might share. uh, I'm I'm hoping to kind of maybe compile a list because of uh, all the people I've spoken to a lot, not everyone, but a lot of entered film festivals. And I think it's great just to kind of share this, because sometimes like the film I made is, is a, kind of focused on a Dracula character and there's mm-hmm. some specific film festivals that deal with, you know, Dracula, vampires, yeah, and things yeah. and that. there might be Westerns, you know, for you. And I think it's nice just knowing about them because there's too many film festivals to keep track of out there. And yeah, when you totally. can find these little niche ones. It, it's great. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And are you, are you uh, just before we wrap up, are you working on anything at the moment? Do you have any projects in the pipeline right now?
1: Um. Yeah, I have a few th- little things going on um i have one commission from a a studio in new york contacted me after like one of my last posts they saw something uh, and asked me to contribute to some again i don't know how much i am allowed to or should talk about it but it's like basically it's it's a bunch of animators contributing uh kind of like a uh you know like exquisite corpse that drawing game yeah, where it's like yes. it ends uh, ends where the next one starts and it's like a continuation wow um so oh, did they
0: specifically find you through through instagram that's amazing yeah
1: yeah yeah um Brilliant. yeah so that's pretty cool um i am my friend's band uh or my friend who has a band asked me to make a, a music video for her so um cool. that's another thing i'm starting to work on um and music
0: videos can be a great outlet i think they obviously mm-hmm. they they uh, the scope is nice because you don't have to be as beholden to like you know a narrative unless that's you know the plot of it but i think you can get away sometimes no, yeah. especially with animation kind of going oh i'm going to do this nice you know abstract totally. kind no, of part that, for the music that-
1: that's exactly what I told her. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't really want to do like a narrative thing. I don't think that would work unless you really want to. And she's like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's cool. So that's she, she's giving me she gave me free reign to do whatever I want. So okay, also, brilliant. So that's also really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think there's. I'm excited there, to,
0: there are great calling yeah. card music videos, you know, from an animation point of view, because I think being able to say, there it is, the music drives it. So you have a nice kind of backbone to go off. Uh, it's great from there. Okay, brilliant. And I suppose actually last thing I must say is congrats as well on the uh, i saw one of your clips as part of that uh is an animation wild card the um oh yeah yeah to quill a mockingbird uh, that, that yeah. looked great that looked awesome <laughs> oh, thank I, you thank and you. it, yeah, it, it just i think i stumbled upon your trigger finger first and then uh, just by sheer look i had been following them because again it's a really cool kind of open call you know uh casting for different animations to a theme and i remember seeing your one and just recognizing your uh your instagram hashtag being like oh that's gas I was like literally in the space of a month yeah. i've seen two-year oh, cool. shorts just from random awesome. different uh, from places and just that, i suppose oh sorry yeah
1: oh i was just gonna say just going back to like uh any strategies for instagram or something that is definitely one is to do as many collaborations or like it, 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 i mean if they if they arise um anything where you know there's going to be people sharing things they're always a great way to like I think most of my followers or a, a very big portion of it has come from uh like uh, Goldies who did the the Christmas contest he I did a few other contests with him um and and uh, another uh VFX guy Kevin Kevin Perry um so just oh, by so like just yeah. by just by submitting things to these uh contests or challenges that some people might see it's uh, definitely a good way to to thank get some attention and, and get more people seeing your stuff
0: brilliant no uh, thank you so much for saying that because i think that's a that's a great piece of advice because especially on instagram i think you can kind of get i don't mean stuck but you have your kind of friend pool and yeah, i think yeah. it just kind of circulates within that so i yeah, think it's a totally. great way so like these competitions and collaborations just a great way to get the word out about you because you mm-hmm. don't know who's going to put eyes on it then
1: when it's yeah, someone exactly. else
0: kind of sharing brilliant and mm-hmm. for anyone who's like enjoyed your work i might like to get in touch where's the best place to uh, to contact you uh
1: definitely instagram uh you can find me at troll slumbo uh, c-h-o-l underscore s-l-u-m-b-o
0: okay nice um
1: i don't really yeah I, I have a youtube you can find me but i don't really use it so Instagram is the
0: best way. <laughs> Instagram is the best way. Perfect. And I'll leave, I'll leave links to all of them in the description below. Um, Cause I know sometimes, you know, when you hear something said, you're like, how's that spell? Uh, so I'll leave all links down there so people can find you. But um, Connor, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me. a pleasure. Me. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: take care. and I'll talk to you again soon.
1: You too. Sounds good, buddy. So
0: that is it for this episode of Cartoon Cosmonauts. I'd like to say a huge thank you to my guest, Connor Yarish for coming onto the show and talking about his short Trigger Finger. You can find the full short on YouTube. And if you'd like to get in touch with Connor, best place is probably through Instagram. I'll leave links to both below. If you'd like to get in touch with me, perhaps with some questions, feedback, or even to discuss your own short on the show, then you can find me online as Speak Broccoli on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Just look for the green broccoli logo. You can also email speakbroccoli at gmail.com. So thanks for taking the time to join me here today. I've been your host, Joseph Orr, and you've been listening to the Cosmic Sounds of Cartoon Cosmonauts.